Welcome to the JDS Podcast, a place to discuss happenings and exciting topics in our school community. Hi, my name is Jamie Kaminsky. I am the guidance counselor for grades second and third. Here to talk to you today about avoiding the summer slide and staying engaged throughout summer without getting caught up in workbooks and getting pushback from your children about too much academic demand when it's supposed to be summertime. Uh, But of course, we want our kids to stay engaged, stay stimulated, not spend too much time on the couch or too much time having too much fun because we want to keep them ready for the next grade ahead of them. And there are lots of ways that we can do that. So we have some very special guests talking to you today about online resources and different games and out-of-the-box ideas to make learning fun and keep your children stimulated so that when we jump back into things come August, it doesn't feel so hard. Um, So something that I really want to advocate for as an educator and a guidance counselor and just an advocate for children is that summertime really does serve a real purpose. Um, You know, it's not just a break for the sake of having a break. It allows for natural and organic opportunities to do some real life learning. So there are a lot of things that your kids are going to be experiencing just organically that are really going to help them develop socially and emotionally, which is, of course, just as important as practicing all of those academic skills. So what I'm talking about is experiential learning that you might not have the opportunity or the time to do during the busy school year. So something that I really like to recommend is getting out there and taking advantage of uh, everything that we have at our disposal living in the DMV area, you know, going to museums and different interactive day trips that will keep your kid learning and just interacting with their environment in a way that doesn't even feel like learning and is really just fun. And, you know, you can also use those car trips and travel time to be doing some fun um, iPad apps and all of those things that um, we're so lucky to have because of technology that, again, make learning really painless and, and really fun. Um, But most importantly is that ample time that we have for kids to be practicing their social emotional skills. So going to camps, there are so many camps out there right now that are STEM based camps and you know that's very kind of trendy buzzword right now. So science camps and different exploratory based camps that are really fun and unique and a great way to stay stimulated and engaged. And um, in addition to that, I really like the idea of using cooking and baking at home as a way to get some learning in there intrinsically with your kids because through that, through cooking and baking, we're practicing executive functioning skills and we're even working in a little bit of math. And that is a really fun thing to do that you might not always be able to find time to do during the busy school year. So at this point, I'm going to turn it over to my colleagues, the educators, to be able to introduce and speak to 
their side of things. So first we're gonna hear from Hadass Heyman. She's going to provide us with some resources that we can use for Hebrew and Judaics over the summer. Hi, my name is Adas Heyman and I'm a third grade Judaics teacher. I teach, um, uh, I've been teaching third grade for many years. Um, this was my 18th year at JDS and I would like to speak with you about different ways that uh, students from um, the different grades can practice their Hebrew during the summer so they can be ready and prepare for the next year. Uh, so the first suggestion will be uh, students from first grade to fourth grade. We use the Italam curriculum, uh, which blended with um, uh, Talam curriculum, which is the written one, and the Italam website uh, provides a lot of resources for students from grade first to fourth, um, and uh, different skills that we work on uh, mostly reading comprehension, listening comprehension. Uh, some of them is also written expression, and um, we can, actually this website is open for everybody to use until the end of July, um, July 27th to be exact. And we usually recommend to use this website to finish a lot of the activities that we didn't have time to work on during the year. Um, and even if some students finished all the assignments, uh, it's really recommended, it can be really helpful for a lot of the students to go back to the website and log on the same way that they log on in classroom and at home because some of them uh, complete work at home. Um, the same username up until July 27 and maybe listen to some of the stories, um, do some of the activities that were a little bit more challenging, uh, even the games, a lot of grammar games, so it can really uh, help them prepare for next year. The second suggestion is to go to the, uh, in the summer information, to the parents portal. Uh, there is Hebrew and Judaics resources for uh, parents and students uh, to use. Uh, there are many, many rich websites that uh, students can either watch videos, uh, they can play games, they can, create um, their own uh, word puzzle, um, typing, um, different levels for different grades. It starts from kindergarten, actually even the Gurim, up until fifth grade. Uh, I would recommend to go and use these um, resources. We update it every uh, June before kids go on vacation and it's uh, available throughout the summer. Uh, so there are many ideas and suggestions that students can use so they won't forget their Hebrew, either reading, understanding, um, maybe less speaking, but the next suggestion will be um, uh, talking about, uh, I'm gonna talk about the um, oral expression practice, which um, I know it's maybe, maybe difficult for some of the students to do, but I think it can be uh, a great idea, which is the third idea, uh, to find a friend that speaks Hebrew. I know that in every grade level there are many either fluent speakers or Israelis or people that uh, have parents that Israeli or fluent in Hebrew. Uh, maybe you can try to dedicate like a chat time every week that you can either call a friend or maybe schedule like an interview or a talk with somebody that speaks Hebrew and you can maybe practice for just five to 10 minutes a week and um, practice your um, oral skills. Uh, I think it can be a really good way to uh, prepare yourself for next year and um, enhance your verbal. 
Um, specifically for the fifth graders that graduating for the elementary school, what I would suggest since they don't use the ITALAM program, um, this year we actually have the subscription for BrainPop, co.il, which is the Israeli uh, website, and Galim, uh, which we will add to the resources, the same resource that the whole school under the par parents portal will add the information how to log on and use it. There are many great resources uh, that the fifth graders can use to either take like self-assessment um, um, test about um, maybe characters from Israel. Uh, they can write letters and, and correspond with kids in Israel. There are many resources on the website that they can either listen to, short movies, and a lot of like self-assessments or uh, games um, with immediate responses and grades that they can really check uh, how they're doing. And it's actually pretty entertaining because that different subject they can, if they're into science, they can maybe choose a movie about science uh, or any other interest that they may have. I really recommend for the fifth graders to go on the Brain Pop or Galim and also maybe find a friend that you can chat. There are many friends that speak Hebrew, uh, so you won't forget before you go to middle school. So I, ha I hope it was useful for everybody and that you are going to use at least one of the resources and have a great summer. Hi, this is Jenny Ritberg. I'm the lower school math coordinator and I wanna talk to you about some of the reasons it's really important for kids to continue thinking about math over the summer. There is summer slide where kids can move a little backwards from year to year. Um, but also keeping math fresh and fun over the summer is a way to get them excited and best prepared to come back to school uh, in the fall. So no matter what your child loves doing, there are a lot of ways to connect mathematical thinking to what they might already be excited about or engaged in over the summer. Some recommendations that we have include using Dreambox, the online learning tool that they've been using in school all year. Their Dreambox accounts will remain active through the summer. And if your child is in either uh, second through fifth grade, their spring map scores will actually be connected to their accounts. So they will be able to continue learning from exactly the point that they're at. This is great, again, for students who tend to struggle with mathematical concepts. It will provide support for them, but also for kids who are strong and enriched. It will pu push them from where they are um, even further ahead, potentially into new concepts and higher level thinking. Another great math activity is the app Bedtime Math. This is an app that is awesome. It was designed around the idea that parents love to talk, uh, to read with their kids. It's very natural for a lot of parents to have conversations about books and about reading, but a lot of parents don't feel comfortable talking about math with their kids. So this is an app you can download on your phone, and each day it will give you a new prompt. Um, they're separated by different age categories, easier and middle and super challenging questions to ask. Based around some situation, some cool idea, it might be about cooking, it might be about spiders, it might be about volcanoes and you can start having mathematical conversations with your kids every single day. Uh, in the summer, it's, I'm sure kids are already playing games. This is a wonderful way to practice math skills. Kids playing board games with dice especially is a great activity, but also spatial skills like puzzles and mazes are all wonderful ways to practice your mathematical thinking. 
Another fun thing is building with blocks and Legos. I bet a bunch of kids are already doing this. Please encourage this behavior as much as possible. In the summer, if your kids can um, use money, either counting coins or going to the store and paying for something and anticipating how much it might cost or how much change they might get is another way to practice their mathematical thinking and their number sense. Um, if your child wants to, needs a little bit more fact practice, another program that we have available through the summer is called Extra Math, and that's X-T-R-A Math. Um, and that should also be available through Clever. They should have an account that's set up, and if it's not, you can always reach out to your teacher or to me to make sure that that's working. All of these ideas, plus more, as well as some review packets that you can print out and work on at home are available through the JBS Summer website. I hope you have a great summer and keep doing math. Hi, this is Elizabeth Rosenberg. I used to be a fourth grade general studies and math teacher, and now I am excited to start doing reading and writing enrichment in the fall. So some fun things to do during the summer. You should definitely be on the lookout for the latest Enrichment 360 Summer Edition. It will be coming out soon. In the Enrichment 360, um, you will be able to find different STEM activities to do, some meetup opportunities with other JDS families, some events that are happening in the community. You'll also be able to find good movies that are great for families to watch together and some book recommendations. Another fun activity for the whole family is to go visit the Smithsonian Museums. If you check out their websites before you go, you can research some cool things that are on exhibit, some fun ways to tour the museums, and you can even see activities to do at home. You could attend the Kids Museum in Bethesda. It's always great to go playing outside because then when you come back in the fall, you can write a story about it. If you're really excited about writing, you can write a story during the summer. You could write a graphic novel about all your summer adventures. And you could even make a flat Stanley doll and take that doll on your summer adventures. And then later, make sure to take pictures. And then later, you could write a story about it. Um, also, parents can help you email or send letters to your relatives and tell them what you're up to in the summertime. And the last thing that I can think of is you could write a journal. Hi, I'm Molly War. I'm a general studies teacher at JDS, and I also teach math. Um, I think this summer, the best thing for students to do is to have some experiential learning, learning by doing. Um, we are so lucky to have so many museums and historical places around us in D.C., and that's wonderful, but not all learning has to be so deliberate and planned. You can really make everyday activities just as meaningful. I think it's a great habit for parents and caregivers to get into the habit of asking questions like, what do you notice? What do you wonder? What do you think will happen if? Um, and that can happen in everyday learning. It doesn't have to be just when you're on a trip to a museum. Some of the other activities that are great for students are things like baking and uh, natural activities where math and sciences are already naturally included. I think it's important for our children to become resourceful and to become problem solvers. So another easy thing to do is when your student, when your children are asking you questions, it's really great to be able to turn that question back on them. What do you think? And even help them find ways to find the right answers.
we just want our students to be critical thinkers. And I think that by including experiential learning in your summer activities, just learning by doing, those are going to form the memories and the background knowledge that's going to end up being most useful to your child. Hi, my name is Carol Urbach. I am the learning specialist, grade four. Summer is a fabulous time for learning with family fun. I love the idea of cooking. Cooking together provides opportunities for estimation, measurement, fraction, addition, subtraction. I love the idea of estimation application when you're driving in the car, setting out on a trip either to the grocery store or long distance. Let your child estimate the distance between certain landmarks, certain destinations. Also, estimation of time. What does 45 minutes feel like? What does 15 minutes feel like? What does 10 minutes feel like? Let them guess and then have them identify when they think they've reached the landmark time. Another fun game is license plates. Looking for odd numbers, looking for even numbers, looking for numbers that add up to a certain total. I love when children can read a book, go to a movie, and then do compare and contrast. What's the same? What's the difference? Drawing a T-chart with your child, identifying what's the same on the left and what's different on the right. Another great literature idea for reading over the summer is having your child read and at the end of the chapter, having them draw out what do the words play out in your mind? What is the movie in your mind that the words painted while you were reading? Writing a short summary is also a great way of having your child being able to retell the story at the end by going through their notes. Another idea I also have truly enjoyed doing myself is a photo travel journal. Having your child take pictures of different places or events, pasting them in a journal, and writing two or three sentences that stand out to them about the photo. It's a keepsake for over the years. Another writing activity is a daily journal or a dear diary, highlighting the best event of the day, something that made me feel good, something made me feel angry, or something I'd like to change. Just getting your child to write. Letters from camp are not a real good source of writing, because camp is fun and often you just get a letter of one word or one sentence. So let camp be camp and save the writing for when you're doing literature. Another travel journal that I've done with children is called The Five Senses. Today looked like, felt like, sounded like, smelled like, tasted like. You can write a sentence, they can draw a picture next to it. At the end of your trip, it's a keepsake. Enjoy your summertime with your child. Cherish these days, they fly quickly.
Thank you so much to all of our guests for all of these great ideas. I think that it'll make for some very productive but fun summers. One of my favorites that has come up a couple times this year in some parent meetings is Jenny Ripberg's bedtime math app. I think that that is such a cool concept because I could have really used it when I was a kid because I had plenty of reading reinforcement and writing reinforcement at home, but bedtime math is like kind of one of those foreign concepts that makes you think, huh, this is something that I should have been doing a long time ago because it is every bit as important as getting that home time practice of reading is doing a little bit of math too. And it's fun and relaxing and kind of just brings it into the routine. So I really like that idea. And then in addition to that, I am thinking about how much I love reading during the summer. One of my favorite things about summer is having the opportunity to just sit in front of a book. Um, but that may not be the case for every child out there because they associate reading with school and they may think, if I'm not in school, why should I have to read? So I feel very strongly that we want to give our children the freedom to kind of take some liberties with their reading over the summer, meaning let's not get too caught up in, you've already read that book, or is that a fourth grade book or more like a second grade book? You know, we want the kids to find joy in reading. And if they're the type of kiddo that prefers to listen to a book on tape or be read to, we want to celebrate that just as much because it's all exposure to literature and it's all going to keep our minds stimulated and it will really lend itself to avoiding that summer slide. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great summer. Thank you for listening. This has been a production of the Charles E. Smith Jewish Day School. Stay tuned for our next episode.